Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back, sports to the max. Drive carefully out there. Natalie Bouchard works for Lifetime. Talk pickleball in a second, but you got a pretty healthy commute, Natalie. How was it today? So I tell you what, my commute this morning and on my way home from Egan to Chanhassen was three minutes longer on my way to work this morning, about nine, and only about five minutes longer on my way home from work at about 6.30. Well, that's not bad. So everybody must have stayed home. It was not bad. I mean, I, 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 when I drove to work this morning, Mike, there was, it was like a ghost town on the road. So I do, it's so interesting now how people react and respond to some snow, isn't it? Yeah. And plus, you know, everybody's got that in their back pocket because they've learned how to work from home. So they can say bad weather, I'll just stay home. And the boss says, great, stay home, just get it done, right? Yes. I, that's exactly it. And then there's some of us who are like, no, no, I want to go to the office. <laughs> that's me. Yeah, that's so. you. I know. I know. I know. I need energy. I need people. I need to bring me up. All those things. You know, that's Natalie, exactly we've, you, you and I have talked about, and I've talked to the folks out there about, about pickleball. And, and at first, I didn't know if there was a passing <clears> fad or what. I remember Eden Prairie in the summer, they'd have a tournament. And I thought, well, that's kind of interesting. And, and now it's just kind of taken off. Uh, but I, I want to... Uh, when you're sitting at Lifetime and you're a corporation, and, and so, yeah, yeah, you want you want to do something that that you think people will enjoy, but you also got to have data to back it up. And now you, you've taken a club and made it a pickleball center. What goes into that? How how do you guys study it? How do you go about it? How much of it's gut feel and how much of it is science? I think it is a good blend of both, Mike. And you know, you know, Baram, and he is he has always been a visionary and. He's been paying attention to what's been going on for almost 30 years since Lifetime started. And probably over the course of the last, I don't know, five or six years, he has noticed this trend of pickleball. And Baram himself is a tennis player. And Lifetime is the largest operator of indoor tennis courts. And as he was seeing this pickleball trend start to grow and move beyond the retirement homes and the demographic was growing younger, and in particular during the pandemic, so many people started playing pickleball because it was a bit easier than tennis, great social activity, easy to learn, easier on the joints, and truly is a sport for everyone, including myself. I, I am I am now older than the average age demographic, which is about 43 or 44. I am older than that now, but Not the age keeps trending down. Not by much, Um, but it it does keep trending down. And what's been also really interesting to see is even it's a sport that families can play together. And how great is that? You know what I see a little bit in it? Um, 
in a different way is, is, is backyard wiffle ball. You know, where, where a plastic bat, plastic ball, nobody gets hurt. Everybody can play it if they want because it just depends on how fast you want to pitch the ball. I, I see a little of that in this and that, that everybody can kind of relate to it and, and you can find a place for you. Uh, you don't have to play at the elite level. You can play at whatever level you find, but you can have success in it. How important is it, do you find, when, when you guys research this, that, that you offer things that people can feel like they can succeed in? Well, that's a great question, and people need to feel like they can find success in order to keep wanting to live healthy. If they have a goal of losing 50 pounds, and that's set in their mind, and they're five days in and they haven't lost any weight, they might give up. So you have to start with smaller goals, and you have to break them down. I think a sport like pickleball, you can learn to play pretty easily. I I can't. I was an athlete in high school. I can't say I was an outstanding athlete by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm a coordinated person, and yep. so I started playing pickleball. I've now played three times. The first time wasn't so great. You can just ask my husband, but it takes a little bit <laughs> and of And he and he's I mean, an athlete, right? I mean, he played he, high school, he college, he everything. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And he took up pickleball during the pandemic, and now it's one of his most favorite things to do. So, you know, I think for people to, to be able to feel like it isn't a sport that you have to be you have to have this athletic prowess that you can you can come to lifetime and do open play and we have paddles for you to play so you don't even have to go buy a paddle right away i mean all of those things to to make it easy for people we have clinics we have intro to pickleball we have leagues so whether you have never ever played before or you and are an absolute advanced pickleball player we have a a huge national tournament happening this weekend at our lakeville club We'll have like 700 people playing pickleball. Um, I mean, it is truly something that I think everybody can rally around. We've we've been saying it around the office, um, just given the state of the state of our world right now, like everybody needs a sport like pickleball because we can all rally around it and we find the social community and the fun in it. Natalie Bouchard is our guest from Lifetime. Now, now, to make the decision to commit an entire club and make it a pickleball facility, uh, <clears throat> I haven't been by since you did it. I know it's been completed. What does that look like? What, what does that feel like? Do, do people come there that only have court time? Do they come there like a basketball court and try to find a game? What is it like? Yeah, so so we opened it officially on, on Sunday, and I had the opportunity to be there on Thursday of last week, and it's just cool. Um, and so for, for those uh, lifetime members who have a signature membership, that allows them the opportunity, whether they're online or whether they're on their mobile app, to book time. So you can book uh, time for like a court where just you and maybe a friend would play or you and three others would play. I think doubles is super fun. Um, I'm learning. Um, super fun. So you can book that court time. But then as um, as that club is, you know, it's only been open for a couple of days, but we'll start having leagues there as well. We'll start having some mini tournaments. Um, as you may have heard, we're in the process of building out a full bar and lounge area. So we'll have a, a viewing area and people will be able to go there, too, for the whole social aspect with food and events. And it really is one of those sports, kind of like tennis in a way, or or even golf, where it is that community aspect, and you're kind of rallying together. But then you maybe want to kick back after your pickleball game and have a beer or margarita. It is margarita day today, a glass of wine, and just hang out with your friends. So, so uh, some of these pickleball courts that you see recreationally are outdoors. Are you going to convert some tennis courts to pickleball courts outdoors? Because everything I see right now at Lifetime, anyway, is indoors. Yeah, so so remember, we've got um, we just opened our 162nd club across the country a couple weeks ago in Frisco, Texas. Sure, that club originally was um, planned to have 
um, 12 outdoor tennis courts, and we changed it. And now we have eight outdoor pickleball courts and 10 outdoor tennis courts. So, you know, as we get into the spring season, we definitely are looking at where and how can we uh, reduce some of our tennis courts to be able to also accommodate outdoor pickleball. How do you measure then, Natalie? One of the things that Lifetime does incredibly well is, is the, the way the clubs are built. I guess I realize that now, you know, they've got the good bones, as they say, so that, that you can stay flexible and kind of react to whatever is hot at that time. Uh, how far down the road do you, as a company, uh, do, do you say, okay, th- th- we need to be ready for the next five years, ten years? Uh, we think this is going to be even bigger in three years. How, how do you go about collecting that? Well, I think it's a it's a matter of just viewing and watching what our members are doing and what even the interests are of the people who work at Lifetime, our team members. We've got about 30,000 team members across the country, so we're looking to see what they're doing. We're, we're reading, we're watching. Um, I, I think we do a pretty good job of seeing what the trends are, whether it's a group fitness trend, how people are starting to think about more small group training. So as we look at that, we do have these big clubs that average about 115,000 square feet. So, you know, a a really good example is basketball remains very, very important to us at Lifetime, very important. But as we have, you know, a long time ago, as we were opening Lifetimes, we were opening our clubs with two regulation-sized gymnasiums. If we take Chanhassen, for example, right now, we're changing one of those regulation-sized basketball courts into permanent pickleball courts. So the size of our clubs allows us to adapt to some of the trends that we have. We used to have a lot of strength-based equipment, and as things have changed into more functional training spaces, more open spaces, we remove some of those strength-based equipment pieces and create a bigger space to allow for what that is. But it, it can't be trendy, so we're not looking at you know, something that is going to be here today and gone tomorrow. We're looking at how is the world of wellness and fitness, how is that changing and how are we how are we helping to change it oftentimes and or how are we adapting to what our members need? You know, I was at the Chan Hassan Club this morning working out and um yeah, I looked at the pickleball court. They were, they were playing. They were having fun. Uh, you know, the basketball court converted. And then I went upstairs to where, you know, the main workout floor. And, and they've changed some things there. And uh, just, the, the, you know, you used to walk up right away. You, you, if, as you walked on the floor, you'd see Stairmasters and this and that. Instead, it's kind of an open area. And, um, uh, and, and it's different kind of training. And, and I thought to myself mm-hmm. – is that a reaction to exactly what people want, or is there a point in time psychologically where you just need to change the club up in terms of even if you're just moving the equipment from point A to point B because people want to feel fresh and that they're evolving? Am I reading too much in that, or is there a psychology to that in terms of if, – because if, most people go to the same club all the time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I mean, you look at our Egan Club. That's the first club we ever built from the ground up in 1992. Four. Um, a couple of years ago, that club went through a huge remodel. Shan Hassan, all of our clubs, you know, our focus is to make sure that we're keeping our clubs like new. So Edina opened as a brand new club, our first club that we opened in probably 10 years um, back in 2019. And so people see that new club and they're like, well, what about my club at Crosstown or at Lakeville or at Shan Hassan? And so we want to make sure that, yeah, we are continuing to create 
like new experiences, whether it's remodeling dressing rooms or changing up the fitness floor. Um, we just introduced, we've had it for a while, but programming like GTX and Alpha and a new class called UltraFit. And so we want to make sure that when our members are coming in, they're feeling like there's new experiences. There's, you know, if they might be getting a little bored with the cycle class they're taking all the time, but they know they like that cycle class, what else can we make sure that we're offering them so that they can mix it up and that their own health goals or just the pure enjoyment of coming to the club and exercising, because we know that's our best defense, is something that they're going to keep coming to each and every day or, you know, a couple times a week. I'm fascinated by the you know the thought of exercise and, and more why people don't because as you said it's you know it's the ultimate defense <clears> mechanism <throat> to a large extent. When you sit around a table and you guys have access, as I said, to, to more expertise than I do, et cetera. And, and I know this is this is a loaded question, but but when we ask ourselves if everybody knows that diet and exercise is so important, why don't more people exercise? And obviously that would be part and parcel with what you guys try to do uh, as a club and attracting new members. Is there an answer? Is there a concrete answer as to, to why a lot of people that that understand that exercise is important, that probably want to exercise and, and choose not to exercise? Is there something there when you guys discuss it that's, that's a common thread? Well, I think more than anything, Mike, people have to be ready to want to make a change themselves. And we, we have an opportunity through what we do at Lifetime, even if it's just digital online content or our Lifetime digital membership, where we can help people wherever they are. But then also it's the connection. They need to feel comfortable with where they're going. They need to feel like there's people who are like them where they're going. They need to feel like they can establish a relationship. And then once they start realizing how much better they feel, even if it's just a five-minute walk on a treadmill, that that's where it starts, they start to feel those own, their own endorphins get a little bit better or they start seeing some changes or other people start noticing some changes. They maybe, they maybe get healthy and they go off of diabetes medication. Like Those are the things that people need to just feel intrinsically to want to make them keep going or start going. And, um, and we see that and try to welcome those people into our clubs each and every day and match them either with a trainer or with some classes or with some programs that can help them be inspired enough that they want to come back and make those changes for their own health. Last question for you, Natalie. Uh, what did you find coming out of the pandemic? We still are kind of coming out of the pandemic, but what did you find <clears> in terms of, did people have a, uh, uh, were they like, oh my God, finally I'm back to, I can go to Lifetime again. Or, and then eventually we go to Lifetime, we had to wear a mask and then you know, we got those taken off, et cetera, et cetera. That, that, that lifted, except in, you know, it, it depends on what city you're in. But what has been the reaction of people when they, when they had the health club memberships taken away for a while uh, because of the pandemic, and then they, and then they came back. W w w are some still cautious about going back just because of the virus, or in general, do they say this is what's been missing in my life? I would say it's the latter. I mean, of course, there certainly are people who are immune compromised or are in a position with sure. their own health where they can't come back yet, right? But I would say. The second those clubs reopened, our our diehard members, they were back because they they needed it in their lives. You're one of those people. I'm one yeah. of those people, right? There's so many of them. There's there's a guy named Jim at our Eden Club. I think he's he's got to be probably in his upper 80s, early 90s. He has been coming to the club. He comes every day. He when he needed to wear his mask, he wore his mask. When Omicron, then he didn't. 
when Omicron came back, he's got his mask on, but he's in that club every day because for him, that is his social community. His yep. friends are there and he's getting his exercise and he knows that that's important. And for me as a lifetime member, but also someone who works at Lifetime, seeing our seeing people come into our club, working to get their health on and live their healthiest life is really rewarding because again, that's what we have. And if it's pickleball or basketball or tennis or a signature group training class, whatever we do, as long as we're moving, we've talked about this before, that is absolutely the key. Well, yeah, I get too fired up about this, but I just, I, I think it, it's the, it's the secret sauce. That's not a secret that everybody, if you get there and Lifetime does just a wonderful job of taking care of their clubs and staying a step ahead and they're clean and they're well thought out and all those things. But I just, to me, it becomes, why wouldn't you do it instead of why would you do it? And that I can go on and on about that another day. Natalie, thank you so much. I'm glad you had a relatively easy ride home and I look forward to talking to you again soon. Yeah, we're going to play pickleball, Mike. You got it. Get Brom, man. Doubles, <laughs> okay. right? I'm going to bring Pete and Jerry out there with me, okay? I love it. Let's okay. do it. <laughs> okay, right. thanks, Natalie. <laughs> Natalie Bouchard, one of the greats at uh, Lifetime Fitness. Well-spoken. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 